I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And sitting in for no one is super special guest Michael Hutchinson. Hey, it's like the third time in a row. Has Nothing we can do about it, bro. <laughs> nothing we can do about it. Uh, has it been three in a row? Maybe it has. I, I don't know. I think so. I, I definitely think it has been. Um, I, I guess it's pretty easy to check at getconvinced.com, the official website of uh, of uh, the show. With a great photo. Um, do you not like classic. that photo? No, I think it's great. I think it's classic. I, I sent that to somebody. Um, catching up with Michael, May 3rd. So it's been about a month since the last podcast. And then before that was April 17th. And then before that was Mike uh, uh, March 11th. And uh, then it was Martin. So this is actually the fourth in the row and uh, podcast number 98. All right, we're gonna hit the hundred mark here soon. Soon, yeah, big pretty party. crazy. We're gonna have a big uh, listeners party. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but the thing is, is uh, yeah, that's right. We did do that one time before. That's somewhere around here. Um, uh, the thing is, is for me, it will be a hundred podcasts, but not for you. That is true. Because uh, Martin has been in there and Tom has been in there, so me um, for two years, and look what happens. That's what happens. Let's see. I'm still messing with microphones. It should be, okay? yeah, it should kind of be pointed to your. This is great for listeners. They all love this. Let's see. We I did. Uh, uh, is that better, listeners? Text me now if it is. It'd be funny if I start getting texts. Like later on, of course, since this is a live streamed. Better. Uh, I went to Cinegear Expo and I talked to the people at Sennheiser. Oh, when was that? I know I've been to that before. Yeah, it was this past uh, weekend. Yeah, I was at SeaWorld. Oh, I had a, I had a really good time. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm glad I went. I talked to the representatives at Sony about cameras and uh, Blackmagic about cameras for uh, for the horror movie that um, I'm gearing up to do. And I talked to Sennheiser and Rode about microphones. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a big thing. I wanted to find out. That sort of stuff from them. Uh, Deanna didn't go with me. I went during the day, and I, I spent the whole day there just wandering around and chatting with people. Was it on uh, Universal again? Uh, no, here, say something. Was it on Universal again? Hmm, I think I'm going to turn you up. All right. Ooh. Say oh, it again. Yeah. Do you feel good? Turned up? Oh, yeah. I love being turned up. How's that? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. A little, little bit more, a little bit more. Right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. there it is. That's the spot. Wonder if. Wonder if what? Hmm. What are we wondering? So anyway, so because I know in the past when I've gone, they've done it at. Uh, oh, was it Paramount one time? I know it was at Universal one time. Or a couple times. I remember the last time. I feel like this mic. This mic pick. Do I sound? Do I sound good? Do I sound? Yeah, you sound much louder from what I can hear. That's so weird. Here, let's switch seats for a second. All right. Uh oh. How's this? That's what. Yeah, you do. Yeah, there is a big difference there, here. So yeah, so you can. Ah, uh, uh, we gotta take the plastic off it. Is that what it is? Like a brand new mic? I don't know. See, you do. You sound. You sound fine. Yeah, that's. This mic doesn't. Hmm. But it does work. Hello. Hello. 
Yeah, I'm going to pause oh. for people. That's Mark. We're back. We're not back. Okay, we're, we're back. Hey! Now you should sound better. All right. Okay. Um, sorry about that. God. It's that four minutes. We could just start over, but then we'll never get that four minutes back. Right. That was, and that was brilliant. Like, it was, that was brilliant four minutes. Um, what, uh, what the hell were we talking about aside from microphone? Oh, Cinegear. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I went to Cinegear and... Um, you a swag bag? Uh, n- no, I didn't really pick up... I didn't pick up much stuff. Um, I didn't even buy anything. I don't think I, I got still use a pocket knife that I got there from. I got a, few a couple years ago. of business cards. Uh, I almost bought a um, uh, motorized slider. You put the camera on it, and it moves back and forth, left and right, by about like forty inches, and you can point it at someone, or you could put it on a time lapse and have it sort of sweep a room. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it was around four hundred bucks. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I uh, a drone is like a thousand. I'm like, do I really want to spend four on? The problem is, I really like the slider shots. <laughs> I really like the way that those look. Um, and I'd like to do like when we do our couch interviews. I'd like to put the camera on a slider, so our couch interviews are always dynamic. People can't see what I'm doing, but. Uh, the, so the camera would just constantly be panning left to right on its own. That would be awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, but um, I don't know why you guys interview couches. It seems like it'd be boring, but I know totally. I don't know, but yeah, whatever. They, are, they do talk a lot, though. Mm, um, do they? Yeah, their couches. Uh, uh, yeah, they. I, I bet there's a lot of stories. Couches mm-hmm. must have a lot of stories. So what's new? All kinds of stuff, such as. Well, I'll touch on the fact that a good friend of mine passed away yesterday. Okay, so we're going to talk about death. Yeah, it's just one of those things like it's today's definitely harder, uh, as we talked about. Uh, but and we and it's we've, the whole thing. We've chatted probably an hour before we started recording because we were talking yeah, about yeah. So we're not passing. we're not yeah we're not going to talk that much about about it. It's just so yeah. Robert Lloyd Green Scott. <laughs> yeah, who is the uh, man with all the names? Yeah, a lot of names. Robert Lloyd Green Scott. Uh, he played Brian, the UPS guy, in uh, the famous movie Kisses and Caroms. Uh, his father, Ozzy Scott, is... Uh, Oz Scott. Oz Scott. Is, Ozzy is his brother. Okay. Is a uh, uh, director who directed uh, uh, Richard Pryor in Bustin' Loose. I, re- I remember that. In Jefferson's. I, lots of CSI. He's done a lot of TV. Yeah. Of TV. Uh, but I remember uh, the, the poster inside of Rob's house. Um, so you and Rob, you don't remember the cheetah girls. Were you not there when like there's, I've passed out in this, the cheetah girl room on several occasions where it's like, uh, it's platinum record. Cause he did the cheetah girls also. So I don't he, even, I don't even know what the cheetah girls that are. That was so. a Disney or Nickelodeon oh, I TV know. show. I and they know. did like an album. Okay. That was a uh, Raven Simone, I think. Okay. I want to say it's who it was. Anyway. You so Raven, is that who that is? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same okay. Raven. All right. I, I think that's who it is. Obviously it's a little bit before my, or after my time. Yeah, I guess it'd be after because Heaven would have watched Cheetah you, Girls. Uh, I know Bustin' Lewis, but you've known uh, Rob longer than I have. You about twenty years. About tw- well, you and I have known each other longer than twenty years, though. Yeah. So but, you met Rob after you met me. Yeah, I met Rob. Well, I met Rob probably ninety seven, ninety eight. After I graduated college from San Diego, moved the up. Wiser and Company is nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, so it must, I must have known him from 97. It's either 97, 98. Oh, I thought, I thought you had actually known him longer than me. No, 
Um, uh, I met him through Steph with a guy I used to work with after I graduated college. At a pl- I, I met Steph at a place down in, uh, in Van Nuys when I worked there. For Steph uh, is short for Steph and not Stephanie, uh, for those listening who don't know. <laughs> uh, Steph was a, is a good friend of Rob's. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Rob, uh, you've known Rob for a lot of years. Rob was uh, Brian and Kisses and Caroms. Um, Rob would always be at your parties and around and, uh, a good chill dude to hang out with. Um, love to talk, love to talk, talk to anybody um, and talk to you for in length. Was, uh, was super snarky and sarcastic. Um, but not, not mean. Um, although I guess, you know, if you didn't quite get the dry sarcasm coming at you, it probably might've seemed mean. Yeah, um, but but it, if, you, if you're one of my friends, you know, to expect that because I think a lot of my friends are that way as well as I am. Um, but yeah, I, I think to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, anyway, Rob was a year older than you. Yep. And, uh, how do you die? Uh, he, had he died yesterday, he by the way. Yeah, he died yesterday. He, uh, went to work, mm-hmm. had a seizure at work. Um, and then had multiple seizures in the ambulance. They tried to revive him for 45 minutes, and they could not. And he, he didn't have a history of seizures. There is no history of seizures that I've ever known of that he's ever talked about. You know, we've had some in-depth talks, and there's never been like, oh, by the way, you know, I have seizures right. just in case. And I have you know, an epi motorcycles together and stuff like that, which, right. you know, if, you have, if you have history of seizures, riding motorcycles, probably not the best thing to do. Probably not. Uh, yeah, but it's just one of those things. It's just so odd because now I'm thinking my own existence. Like, am I, am I going to finish this podcast? Am I going to last? Right. Do I need to tell all my loved ones that I love them before, you know, every single day? Which I guess you should do. But, you know, you're going to call your friends and be hey, Martin, I love you. Hey, Vince, I love you. Just well, let you know. let me ask you. If you died right now, do what do you regret? If I were to die right now, what would I regret? I don't know. I um, I because a lot of things that I've done in my life, I I don't want to ever have regrets about. Uh, everything I've done, good or bad, because I've done a lot of bad things as well. Sure. Um, I think the life experiences have made me who I am. So I don't know if I necessarily regret any, even the bad things, because those bad things have turned. Well, that's not necessarily. That's not really the regrets that I'm talking about. I mean. Telling who I you find or, you're right exactly. Oh, I should have said so, whatever uh, to such and I, such, or I should have went here, or I should have done that, or what do you regret? I, I don't think it would have been like wanting to go somewhere. We just wanting to know that you know Daniel, because the way Daniel and I are aren't as close as I'd like to be. I, I maybe be let him know how I feel. I guess okay because yeah, Evan and I uh, we have we have a close bond. Right. You know, you and I have a close bond. You know, know, Martin and I, whatever the case may be. But Daniel, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. With Daniel, um, depending on the day, you either have uh, – you've ended on a good note or ended on a really bad note. Yeah. (laughs) It's one or the other with him. Um, So, yeah, I I can see that as being being a problem. But – I don't think there's anything you can do about that. Oh, I don't think so either. I think that's, that's <laughs> the nature of our relationship, and it's going to continue to be the nature of our relationship. But, okay, so Rob passed away yesterday, and 
is there anything that you're like, oh, I wish we, I wish I would have done blank with him, or I wish I would have, or why didn't I, why didn't I go see that movie with him? Or well, there's always things like that. You know, he invited me over to his house the other night. Oh, I wouldn't the, the other night, like maybe two weeks ago. He's like, hey, I'm gonna watch UFC, whatever. You want to come down? I'm like, I, right. I, I was doing something else, and I'm like, I'm just tired. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that I didn't necessarily want to go hang out with him at all. It's just just tired of just right um but no there because a lot of the stuff i don't know I, i've had i've you know, up until I, my last text with him was uh saturday i think like we we keep in touch i talked to him on the phone last right. thursday right i did a ride with him with a guide for guard dogs or guide, guide dogs sorry not guard dogs but right uh Two weeks ago, or something like that. Yeah, no, I mean, you you clearly spend more time with Rob than you do with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that. We do our podcast a lot. I, I talk to Rob more, and I do little chunks with Rob. Oh. But I spend a lot of time. I guess bigger chunks, longer chunks with you. Oh. Than I than I do with Rob. All right. I mean, you know, you and I haven't gone to Vegas for three days, but. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> we've we, we, we've we gone to we Vegas. Have. We have, but that was working. And that mic. I wonder if there's something wrong with the mic or if it's wire. I think it's the wire. Am I... Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can still hear you. All right. But, uh... Sorry, we're doing a little mic check again. Yeah, that my mic has died. So I'm just going to yell over to the other one. I think... It, I, I don't know. Back. We're so great, so great for our poor. All right, once again, mics are fixed, and uh, we're back. what were we talking about? We're talking about Rob. We swapped uh, Rob your mic out completely for the old school handheld. Um, what the hell are these things? Audio Technica mics, and I'm still on the shotgun. Anyway, the mic died. Aww. Yep. Let's mourn the mic. Back to uh, we were talking about time spent. Time spent, yes. That you uh, that spend, we spent time. We we've, have spent, we've time, spent, we've spent several than, days together. Yes, in, in, in Vegas. In that Las true, Vegas. But that was all. That was working. It wasn't. And I guess we spent a month together in Europe. So, we did. You know, See, so. like there's there's bigger chunks. There's bigger chunks. So I definitely um, spent more time. Uh, with you than I have with Rob. Uh, but yeah, I feel like you see you would see Rob uh, more regularly, or yeah, I don't. I feel like a lot of times with you, I have to see you. On a weekday versus a weekend because Saturdays are taken. Well, not necessarily. Like, we go do something. Like, we went to the void, which might have been on a Saturday. It was on a Saturday. Uh, oh. But a lot of times, it's that's you Indiana time. It's just, that's what it, that's what it's known as. It's like... It, <laughs> it's right. It well, Saturdays, yeah, are Deanna and my time. But it's not necessarily like... Uh, um, I'm I'm just, I'm not going to record a podcast or well, exactly. like and I, I realize like that, I gave so I'm nice. I'm giving Jay the my spa and he Jay picked it up yet no he's picking it up this Thursday he he finally scheduled it but um like Jay was coming over and working on it or he was uh, like when he was scheduling it and I was like any day but Saturday like I don't want to do. I don't want to do mundane things so I avoid scheduling those on Saturday but if it's like. Uh, you know, do you, you know, you go to, i uh, fucking not Disneyland, but you know what I mean? Yeah, dinner, uh, the void or, di- or just random dinner or something like that. Then yeah, absolutely. Um, that we will do things with people. Um, 
on oh, Saturday. Know, I, I'm not saying like it's totally uh, off limits. Like the calendar is. Oh, but yeah, I'm not. Time. I'm not fucking like installing an oven on a <laughs> on a no. Saturday. That's not going to happen. Um, and that that goes to the like, what do I regret? Um, I I mean, I think if I died today, there I wouldn't have any regrets of like, oh my god, I should have done this or should have done that. Deanna, yesterday I had a whole bunch of running around to do. Um, I, I, I got the car washed. I had to go to AT&T to find out about my alarm and the bill and Costco returns, all sorts of just mundane little tasks. And um, Deanna had texted me and she was like, oh, I, I thought about calling in sick. I wish I would have I wanted to stay home with you. But I know that would just bother you or uh, stop you from writing. And which is true, because if Deanna stays home, I drop everything that I'm doing and I just hang out with Deanna. Exactly. Now, the same thing is, is like whenever you say to me, uh, you know, you want a podcast, I'm like, pick a day. If Martin were to text me or whatever, I'm like, pick it. How's Thursday? Whatever. I will stop and rearrange everything I'm doing to do this podcast because uh, hanging out with you or Martin or Deanna, when when the end of life comes, I'm not going to go, gee, I wish I would have spent more time at Costco. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I always, you know, even if it throws a wrench in whatever I need to do or whatever is going on, I always stop and put that on hold and go, okay, I'll, I'll do this over here. I've got a friggin' laundry list of stuff that I need to do and work on and don't we all uh, i mean there's bills i got to pay bills in front of you i could have said you know we can't podcast today because i have to pay bills and i still have to write um and i do want to write and writing is very important to me to, to finish up the script that i'm working on um but i just sort of figure like i can manage to do that and and still put the time aside to do other things like i'll write tonight when no, Deanna's exactly. asleep you, you and gotta, no one's around. There's definitely priorities. you got to put them in check. And right. And I think a lot of people make the mistake. I know a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that that writing, that that work is a higher priority than the relationships they, that they have with people in life. Um, or it's easy. I mean, it's very, this is a very simple one. Um, I took the dogs for a walk this morning. Uh, I usually do it in the afternoon, but I was like, Michael will be here at about one thirty, which is usually when I take the dogs for a walk. I'll get this done in the morning. And it's very easy to just go, oh, it's no big deal. I just won't walk the dogs today. But when I put the dogs on a leash and I wander around the neighborhood for an hour and I get, you know, two miles of exercise, I'm outside and the dogs are having a good time. And it is a much better quality of life in that hour than it is sitting at this desk paying bills. So I prioritize that simple dog walk as being more important than now I I do have to pay bills and they will get paid (laughs) and then they will get paid before their deadline. And that, you know, that just will happen. Um, but yeah, that's, those are the regrets that I'm talking about. Um, and, and I don't, you know, I don't know. You try, you, you've struggled, and I could probably pull up a bunch of texts, to try to blame me for when we don't hang out. And I'm always like, motherfucker, you're the one with the family. Like, <laughs> and I when do, you I, want a podcast, you, know, you just my, call me. Like, when have I said no? Stuff, there's, you know, and uh, getting up early and getting aside from gets- Aside from trivia, I mean, you've invited me, and I went. And then I was just like, you know, it's not my thing. It's, uh, but... 
I mean, aside from that, when the fuck do I say no? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying you do. I'm, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. Uh, yeah. So that that's Rob. Yeah. So you you think that you and Rob had a bad day? Let me tell you. Um. I mean, I so I got a pimple in my nose, right? And we know how terrible those that are. Was to the begin worst. With. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this pimple ended up popping. Okay. And then, which hurt, and then it scabbed over, okay, which is a pain in the ass. But then the scab started collecting boogers, okay, just getting worse. Those boogers attached to the inside wall of my nose, all right? So finally, I'm just like, like I have like this just obstruction in the bottom of my nose, annoying the shit out of me. And um, I, how do I get it out? It's like it's bugging the crap out of me. I ended up taking a, the cap of a pen and bending the very end of it like a like a sixteenth, eighth of an inch to make like a little hook, so I could get that into my nose, so I could scrape out the the backlog of boogers and uh, and the scab. And then because the boogers had attached to the side of the wall of my nose, they cut my nose and now I have another scab for me. Well, yeah, that is pretty bad. Uh, That's I, awful. I, I mean, I'm going to say Rob has you beat though. I don't think so. Like, you <laughs> know how sure, much my sure. nose hurts right now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rob has you beat on that one. <laughs> yeah. You should be feeling sorry for me. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking about? I don't know about that. Uh, this really did happen to my nose. It's just so annoying. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, did you keep the pin cap is what I'm thinking. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just rinsed it off. I bent it back, and I put it on back on the pen. Well, why would you throw it out? Deanna's going to be chewing on it later, and you're going to giggle and not tell her why. There's no, no. Well, you but if you chew on the pen cap, you chew on the other end, the round end. Do people? The, I, you chew on that little piece that sticks out that yeah, holds your shirt? I don't think it matters. Oh. Uh, we don't chew on pens much in this house. I don't either. Uh, we don't chew on, yeah, we don't chew on that stuff. Um but I, I did think, I mean, you and I were talking before we got on the air uh, about hypochondria and stuff. Uh, my nose situation here, it did occur to me that like when I was when I was like, oh, I need to clean this out because it's going to turn out that this is one of those things that like fully festered and turned into like something that now like half my nose is gone because it got yeah, all got some sort of amputate the nose right got some sort of crazy infection and then a doctor's just like well you know if you would have just come in we would have cleaned that right out because that's two things with doctors right they say to you they're like well next time you should come in and then when you do come in they're like why'd you come in for this those are the two things doctors say i'm confused on do i clean my ears with q-tips or not i've done it my entire life and i will continue to Uh, but you're not supposed to everything now says exactly and then doctors get mad at you like my ear hurts. Well, that's because you have a bunch of wax in it. Mm. What am I supposed to do? I don't understand. Uh, I've heard that. So when I was a kid, I suffered from earaches. And um, I used to, if I went swimming particularly, and it still happens now, but uh, I used to take a Q-tip and put it in my ear and slowly spin it and turn it in like like a screw. And the moment that the cotton swab would hit the liquid, you, I could hear it. <laughs> You know, the cotton would start sucking it up. So I guess I learned at that point, and I stick Q-tips in my ears way further than anybody should. Uh, and the doctors have so told good, me that. doesn't it? It's like, um, But I also have this system of like, I put it in and I spin as I'm going. So, and now I'm 45 years old and the doctors have never told me I have wax impacted in my ear. I've ever pushed anything in there because I spin and I clean out. 
and I get to a point where you know there's Have you not seen the one with the spiral tip on it. It's almost like a, a drill bit. That one yeah. that's advertised on TV. Is it? I don't know if it's advertised yeah. on TV. I don't know. The one, the yeah. There's like this infomercial in. where someone's. It's so lame. They're like normal Q-tips can hurt. Q-tips can hurt, and the person puts a Q-tip in there, and they're like, "Ow!" And you're <laughs> just like, who, "Who does that?" Yeah, I forget what that thing's called. Yeah. But anyway, I do. I do clean my ears with Q-tips. And before I bent the pin cap, I tried using a Q-tip to clean out my nose. This and just it didn't have pull power, huh? It just, I needed something like a hook that could get back in there and grab and just Fingernail pull out. couldn't do it? Well, no, there's no way that, like, I mean, unless I rip my nose open, that I could get <laughs> my finger behind it to get into there. Um, and the Q-tip was really just going to, like, push it in, and I didn't, I didn't want that. I mean, whatever it was needed to come out. Um, so, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, what else? Uh, so I, uh, I, my, I have a Jaguar. 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 Yeah. As they say in Britain. And one of my high, or my low beams don't go on. Oh, that's a problem. That is a problem. So, you know, like anybody does, I've tried to track down the problem. Right. Um, so I, there's a little buzzing sound. Thought it was maybe my ballast because I have what's called HID lights on it. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're like xenon, like special. I don't know what they're. they're yeah, they're sp- like they're like ninety bucks a piece. Yeah, they're they ridiculously are. expensive. Yeah, um, my car does not have them. Yeah. I don't know if the Deanna's halogen. Yeah, my car is yeah. just halogen. I, I know they do make some of the Jaguars with the halogen. I do not have that. Right. Have the- <laughs> Although after all this, I might just switch it to LED at some point. Uh, so anyway, so I just got in there. Luckily, it was on the, the driver's side, so there's actually a little room for you to go because it was on the, the, the passenger side. You wouldn't be able to stick your hand be, behind it and pull the thing out, the cap off. So on mine, there's a ballast, there's an igniter, and then there's the bulb. Okay. So I have all these three things, which could be I don't know what the problem is. So I know my ballast is humming, like uh, you know if you're ever doing the um, uh, fluorescent lights. And your it hums and your ballast right. starts going bad. I'm like, okay, must be the ballast. So, take that out. Or so, to get my light out, I have to take off my whole front bumper. Uh huh. So I got to dismantle the front end of my car. Cool. So I can get to my headlight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get get that out. I have have ordered the ballast, the igniter, and a bulb mm. because one didn't work, the next one didn't work, so now I have all three. Um, only to find out that none of them work. So, because I know this, because I took off my other one, I kept testing back and forth. And uh-huh. then I unplugged my other one. And anyway, long story short, I've now... Short uh, story long. Yeah, on. pretty much. I, I've taken off my whole front end of my car to right. try to replace a bulb. And now it's back together the exact same way that it was when I And the lights the still don't work? And the light still doesn't work. Oh, good. Good times. Yeah. I've checked the fuses. Uh, yeah, my next is trying to figure out... Yeah. Anyway, if anyone has this problem out there, please <laughs> let me know what, what I can do to fix this because I've taken everything apart on my car that I possibly could to see if I can fix it. I have high it. beams work, all the blinkers work on. Well, it, so are your high around. beams a different bulb altogether? Yeah. Yeah, so are mine. Uh, I had bulb problems on my car. Uh, they And getting to them, it, you don't have to take the whole bumper off, but... Uh, they'd recommend taking off other parts in the car to be able to get to just where the bulbs are. I managed to smash my hands in there and, and get everything to work. It's total pain in the ass. Uh, 
but there's a huge value in bulb grease, um, at least for me, in, in getting sliding new bulbs on to the old connectors. Uh, but I had a problem where the wire, it was the wires, wire wasn't making connection is ultimately what it was on the passenger side. Um, and yeah, my, my bulbs are working again, but I did run into, and I, and I, at this point I had to figure out, well, what kind of bulbs do I have and what kind of bulbs do I need and what's, you know, what's the difference and, um, but yeah, it became a pain in the ass, but not as big of a pain in the ass. It sounds like it was. <laughs> Take it off the bumper to get yeah. their lights. No, uh, but I did. I took off my, my left one, my right one, and then plugged them into the other, the opposite one and all the lights work. So it has to be. I don't. I, I didn't not check my fuse box yet. I checked the fuse, but that was late last night. I'm like, I'm just done at this point. <laughs> uh, but I think my next thing is just to see if I'm getting power to both ends on the fuse, and then if that's the case, I got to figure out the wire from my fuse box to my light. And oh, good luck on know. that one. Exactly, because as I took the bumper off, there is a a big wad of I don't know, probably. I'd probably say 30 or 40 wires all connected that yeah. kind of go around the front bumper that yeah. powers everything. Right. So, yeah, that's going to be fun to find and figure out which one is what. Mm. Good times. Um, I guess you could wire the power from your high beams to your low beams, and then you just don't have high beams anymore. Uh, I don't know about doing that. I did think about finding the wire that connects to my other one and just wiring straight across so it's splitting the low beam wire. Wait, so both your low beams don't no, work or just one side? just one side. Oh, okay. So I didn't know if I could just split the wire from one, uh, from the low beam. Yeah, you probably could. And just ground it that way. That way I don't have to lose any lights. Right. You probably could. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's, that's the problem. Because then part of these is the ballast and what goes to the lights is like a different voltage than than what like is going to my halogens and what comes out of the 12 volt but that's why you have a ballast like yeah it it, it definitely changed because i put the multimeter on there to make sure everything right. was powered up and cool exciting lights all right what all else right. you got man that's, that's what i got heaven comes in wednesday night so i'm excited about that cool seen her since christmas right on so that's a long time without She's coming in with her boyfriend and their friend and her roommate cool yep so they're gonna be coming in doing the float um Hopefully I'll oh, yeah, the, the float at uh, Parker Dam where people, you pay like 20 bucks and you float down the river in an inner tube and, yeah, you get like a shirt and support a uh, charity or something. It supports like a charity. First 300 got a shirt. We will not be getting shirts. Oh, really? That's it? Just 300 yeah, shirts? 300, yeah. That's so weird. It's just trying to get people involved. Um, because it is a float, uh, anybody can just jump onto the river. Sure, but it's it was like twenty bucks, right? Yes, yeah, twenty bucks. So three hundred shirts is uh, six thousand dollars. Yeah. So why would you just stop there? Like, just like I, well, now they're selling shirts. If you want to buy a shirt, you can buy a shirt. But nobody. All right. So I guess they just get the first. It was an incentive to get the first yeah, three hundred yeah, people. All right, you, fine. Trying to get you to buy. Because... Anyway, yeah, it's a it's an open river and it's a float, so you could just grab a an inner tube and jump in. Yeah. They can't stop you. Nothing's going to stop you. But you float down several miles of the Colorado uh, They river. changed it now. It's not... It used to go... Is the river end up closed to boats? Uh, it's no wake. So you can run vessels. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's just no wake all the way. All the way through? the float is, yeah. Mm. So it's from uh, what's called Buckskin down to La Paz, which is probably... Yeah, everybody knows Buckskin to La Paz, right? Exactly. Yeah, so that's about a mile and a half. It used to be... I want to say about three and a half miles. 
It's right and, they, and they've changed that to make it shorter and cool. hopefully less trash. I think that's the whole issue of making it shorter. Well, isn't it? The trash just all collects on the end anyway. Well, yeah, but it also goes underwater. That's the interesting thing about downriver. <laughs> and the casino didn't like that, I think, is part of the reason. Huh. Uh, Blue Water Casino, right? Yep, yeah, they're casino. right there at the end of where the, the river yep. comes to its end or whatever collects the dam. So, uh, so yeah, cool. So maybe you'll uh, make the float. Maybe you'll be attending a funeral. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Both equally exciting? I don't know. I think I'd rather do one than the other. I mean, I, let's be honest. I mean, if it's Rob's funeral, the you know, funeral's going to be uh, because it's a funeral. But I think the wake or the, the party, I don't know. Is it called? Is everything called a wake after a funeral or is it just a gather? I'm, like, I don't know. There's like, well, depending on your religion, like there's a viewing, there's a rosary, there's a, yeah. I don't know, uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. I just know if, if there's a party, which should be for Rob, which mm-hmm. should be, I mean, realistically, what what we should be doing, not we, the family, should be having a barbecue. Right. Because Rob liked to grill. He did. Yeah, he liked barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. So there should be a, a, just a chill. Um, and one thing I did learn from Rob which I, I, you always hear about it, but you just, I don't remember. Rob was very much into music. Okay. Rob always had some music going. No matter what you were doing, where you were at, Rob had music going. Okay. And he would always come to my house and start playing music. If there was a party or whatever, he'd always kind of take over. The, because he would control the party. Okay. Which is which you don't really think about until you're, he's actually, he's like, watch this. And he'd crank on something with a little bit more style or, I don't know, Faster beats, I guess, or okay. something like that. And the party was get going a little bit louder, and then you, know, you throw on some, yeah, let's throw on some Marley or something like that. And everyone just kind of gets a little quieter. Right. It's pretty interesting, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss that with him. I listening to Rob has some great mixes on Spotify, uh, so I don't know if those are gonna stay on if, when the family cancels that or not. Cause Why would they cancel it? The subscription. Oh, you have to pay. Uh, Spotify was free. I I. It is free. They do is a free version. I don't know if he has a paid one or not. We pay yeah, for it. Yeah, but you, I think your your account, you, uh, you, I think they just stopped paying for it. But I think he, then it like reverts to a free account. I think like whatever pot, playlists he put up there and stuff just stay. No, I hope so because I, I, I do like his stuff. I guess you could download his playlist though, can't you? Yeah, I do have a couple of them downloaded because that's because mm. I have premium. Well, we have family um, because I listen to him on motorcycle all the time. Mm. Um, I, I used to be a mobile DJ, so I have a little familiarity of, yeah, how to control the crowd well, yeah, I guess with, that's, <laughs> with music. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. But I'm glad, that, not I'm glad mobile... Robin in, enjoyed when, that. When did, I, when did I hear you DJ? Uh, you would have never. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, you would have no, never. I've never. I know you had all the equipment. I still do. Yeah. I mean, actually, right behind you is a CDJ one thousand sitting on the ground, and uh, right behind me is a oh. I don't know about three hundred twelve inch records. Uh, and I cleaned out. My big news is I cleaned out my storage unit. Everything. Everything. I have no I more right, storage. You sold the unit, right? Or you sold yeah, but that wasn't why. I could have. I mean, I I was paying for it. I was paying monthly fee for it, so I could have kept that going. Um, I and I did keep it. Like no, he owns it. Uh, and I, I did keep it going for like a year and a half. 
And finally, I just, I'm like, I, I can't, I'm not going to pay for this, which is why there's stuff like in I my entryway. I was curious about, like, are you selling the new Inter Nintendo Entertainment System? Because I know you sold the other one, which, did the guy pick it up? Uh, the Game Boy is gone, yeah. I sold the, the Game Boy system. Uh, yeah, that, actually, that Nintendo out there, I built. That's a Zaxxon cabinet, and I put an 8-bit Nintendo system in it. I did that long before I bought those store kiosks. And you can get naked there. Yeah, uh, that's uh, go naked here. So. Get naked. I think it it was a advertisement for a drink way back when, like a, a wine cooler or something. I don't remember. That's what it is. That came from Sam, I believe. From yeah, one of it has Zima stickers on it, so that tells you something. Yeah, it gives you an idea of the age. That's I mean, that's how long the thing's been around. So I don't know. I decided if I'm going to sell it or not. Um, but uh, it needs to. I need to find a home for it. Uh, anyway, so as we look, there's uh, a naked mannequin, and yeah, then there's, the bottom half of the naked yeah, mannequin. There's two, yeah. yeah. And then there's a motorcycle of some sort, some some sort of is that Tron? Oh, the seat. Yeah, uh, the seat. No, that was for the uh, Robin Williams movie Toys. Uh, that was a prop in that in oh. that movie. That'll that is going to be up for sale. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of that. Uh, and then there's a billiard light out there, and. That's been uh, for a while. Yeah, that's been there for a while. Nobody wants to buy it. And I knew that that was going to be a problem trying to sell that. Billiard lights are not a hot ticket. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to rewrite it as just a dining light. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I cleaned out my storage. And uh, so DJ equipment will actually make their its way back into this room soon. Are you going to start DJing again? Uh, well, so in Palmdale, I had, that's why I wasn't sure if when I, I paused, if you had heard me do it. Cause in Palmdale, I had all my DJ equipment set up and well, I know you've always had it set up. when people would come over, I mean, it would, it would run and I would play with it. I would always just go over and play and scratch and whatever. Um, since Palmdale, I have not had, it's, it's been in storage and it hasn't been set up. And there, even though this house is a big house, there's no real place to put it aside from it's going to end up behind me. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll probably, I'll end up setting it up, putting everything together and I'll probably start playing with it again. I always enjoyed fiddling with it. Uh, it just, you know, ended up in storage and forgotten and life goes on. Um, so, uh, so yeah, aside from the, uh, the, uh, big news we've already covered, uh, Roseanne was big news this week. Roseanne was big news this week. It's, yeah. uh... So Roseanne's television show in its 10th season was renewed and then canceled this past week. Yeah, right? And, but the, and, and it may be renewed next week. They're talking about redoing as Connors. Uh, her and calling it the Connors. Yeah, so that is now coming up. I, you know, oddly, I, do you know where that, how that stemmed from? That stemmed from Jimmy Kimmel. No. Kimmel did a bit uh, after – so – Roseanne tweeted and everything went down and the show got canceled and Kimmel, who was on ABC, was like, you know, the Roseanne show is huge ratings for our network and we need that. We need those ratings. So he had a proposal, which was just like a bit, but it was fairly serious of like the show can go on without Roseanne and it's just we follow Dan. And did with, with Valerie, was that the name of the show, turned into the Harper family? Oh, yeah, that's right. It did. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, you're going um, by... We'll move on. I'm not. I'm skeptical whether or not the Connors can work without Roseanne. I kind of think that it can because I do like all the other characters in it. Um, it would be amusing that 
uh, we had that whole season where they won the lottery, but then at the end we found out that Roseanne just wrote a book and Dan actually died. And now we go into season 10 where Dan is alive and we're back to that. So to go into a season 11 and Roseanne is dead, like, oh, yeah. So all of that was just bullshit. I actually have written a Dan's writing a book and he's like – Moving ahead, Rosie. Rosie's dead. She died because it. Uh, spoiler: um, the end of uh, episode or season ten, Roseanne goes in for knee surgery. She could die on the operating table as we get uh, into. See, season I, I have not watched any. I started watching some of it, and it, I just, I just couldn't get into it. I oh, I totally got into it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I don't know. I. Just couldn't. I think they were trying to push too much. I think because it was the first episode, and I think they were trying to push a lot of the, the Trump stuff and the, the that only happened stuff in, all together. That happened in one episode. That was the first one. Yeah, and that's the one I watched, and I think that was it. Just kind of went, eh. See, and so I haven't watched any since then. I thought that was fantastic because, uh, we in real life, Roseanne is a Trump supporter. Really, but and a racist. Uh, yeah. But uh, in the TV show, uh, you pushed it down again. I did every single time. Yeah, you can you can actually pull up on the pipe. Uh, But in the real world, Roseanne Connor would probably be a Trump supporter. See, I don't believe that. Um, Here's why: Uh, she would not believe uh, they they are middle class, right? They are total lower middle class, I guess, right? Because they always had to work hard. I don't think they actually made enough money. Um, Your water cut out again. Uh oh. Check, check, check. Right back on. I don't know what's going on. Hit you in the face, right? Thanks. Talk. Technical difficulties once again. Here we are. Check, 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 check. Check, check. Tap on the... We're back again. All right, we're back on. I don't think I had this many technical difficulties on episode one. <laughs> right? I don't know. There must be a... The wire. Yeah, there's got to be a bad wire or something. I'm going to have to tech this. Uh, back to Roseanne Connor. Why? Roseanne, I don't think um, she would want someone who was rich, who grew up rich, who only knows rich things, to be in charge of her because that's not the way the Connors are. The Connors have had to work for everything they've had. And I don't think... And she wouldn't be Hillary by any means. She would not have voted for him. But I don't think that because of the way they were that that they would vote for some guy next door who was absolutely rich and never had to deal with any of the problems they have to go through. I think that's so, the whole basis of Roseanne the first I don't know what you call it, first season, I the first right the first nine seasons. Um so one Roseanne was the only one and by connection probably Dan but the rest of the family members were not Trump supporters. Only Rosie was. Yeah. And it's in that first episode. But then uh, in, a, in a following episode, actually it comes up more than once, that Dan, um, Dan can't compete in the drywall world because his competitors are undercutting him and using Mexican labor, which is a 
viable storyline. It's that's a real thing that Dan, as a drywall, he was a drywaller in the entire run of the show, would have what a problem with. He had a, well, he had a motorcycle shop for a while. Okay, that's true. <laughs> uh, and actually, he's a drywaller. I knew he did something construction. Actually, they briefly touch on that in the the season coming, whatever. In the tenth season, was that maybe DJ and uh, Dan should uh, create open up a motorcycle shop. But uh, so Dan, there is an arc where uh, Dan needs to get money so Roseanne can have knee surgery. And finally, Dan has to turn his back on his loyal white workers and lower the bid on a job and hire uh, Mexicans to do the work. And so that is is in an episode or that's dealt with in a couple episodes. The other thing that is dealt with really well in an episode is Muslims or brown people, Arabs, move in across the street, which Roseanne obviously has an issue with. And then ultimately, they end up helping her. And she realizes that these are good people. So whether or not you want the Connor, you believe that the Connors should uh, be Trump supporters or not, I thought it was fantastic that, oh, this is great. Let's explore what a Trump supporter is. So in real life, if Roseanne Barr would have voted for Hillary and was anti-Trump, I still think it's fantastic that the Connors were Trump supporters. That creates an interesting bit of conflict that everybody then can deal with. And I believe that there are people out there, I know there are people out there who uh, think that Obama is a Muslim and that who voted for Trump but their son is married to a black woman, which is the case of DJ. DJ ends up in the show, ends up marrying a black woman. Um, their their grandkid is possibly a crossdresser, which is the case of Darlene's son. Um, you know, their their family was dressing is way different than gay. Uh, which he he yeah he didn't come out as gay. Um, you can just grab the pole and pull up on the pole. There you go. Um, he has yet to come out as being gay, um, whether or not that is the case. women's clothes are just so much nicer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. I wish I was going to explore that. But anyway, um, so Roseanne tweeted. So how the show came to an end on Tuesday was Roseanne tweeted about Valerie Jarrett. Uh, the tweet in question was about former President Obama's senior advisor, Valerie Jarrett, and was posted by Roseanne on Tuesday. She tweeted the initials VJ and the words, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. That was her tweet. Yeah. So here's my question for you. What is offensive about that tweet? Uh, well... Is you're comparing a black woman to an ape, I think is offensive. All right. The Muslim Brotherhood, I don't know. I mean, it's... Have you seen a photo of Valerie Jarrett? I have. I've seen the the one that shows her... uh, I got to say... I think if Valerie was not black, I think it would have been okay. You have compared a black person to an ape. Right. Thus making it racist. Right. That is the issue. If she looks like it or not, right, is not the the question. The thing Here's, is, it's a racist, and Ambien had nothing to do with right. it. Ambien even stated. Uh, here's my thing, and and here's personally, this really screwed me up or made me feel 
weird because I don't think of myself as a racist, but maybe I am. Um, that comment in question, I immediately focused on Planet of the Apes. Now, so former Obama aide, I know Obama's black, Planet of the Apes. Well, clearly she made a comment about a black woman. I had not seen a photo of Valerie Jarrett I, at that I point. I just immediately went, oh, my God, she called a black person an ape. What an idiot. And I, I ignored the Muslim Brotherhood comment. I ignored everything else. Which is funny because we probably shouldn't ignore that. But that's our culture. That's how we are. And that's exactly where I felt bad. because So then what happens is in a follow-up tweet, Roseanne says something to the effect of, I didn't even know she was black. She looks like me and my family. So then I was like, well, what does this woman look like? And I Googled her as I, I encourage everybody to Google her. She looks a lot like Roseanne. They could be sisters. Like they do. Did Have you looked at the comparison photos? I haven't looked at the one of her. There's countless ones. You can sneak over here and where do I have them? Um, I mean, look at these things. Look at these two. <laughs> they could ease. I mean, in photo after photo, these two could easily be related to each other. You could say that. Yeah, you could. Uh, definitely. Now, I, I think Roseanne. But that's not what she's saying. She's not like, hey, my sister, my sister and I look like you know, we came out of Planet of the Apes. I think. Right. Maybe that would have changed things. Right. Uh, so you she's already. You already she, know that she hates Obama. Right. She's a Trump supporter. That right there, being Trump supporter means you're racist. Right. Not true, but that's the way people think. She's backtracking. I know she's oh, backtracking. But internally, I went, when I first read that tweet, I went, oh, she's saying something about black people. Then when I saw that I that Valerie, I wouldn't have said was black. I would have, if I would have passed Valerie on, I would have never have described Valerie to you as being African-American in any way, shape, or form. If I met her in a meeting, unless she was like, Yo, homie, what's up? I don't even, I can't even if I can do a black person anymore. Um, anymore, because you used to? Well, I... Get back I, in the name and you put blackface on him? Yeah, but blackface. racist. In my head, I went to In Living Color, and I was like, how did, how did they used to talk on that show? Um, my point being is I would have never said, oh, yeah, describe Valerie Jarrett as being black. So then I went back and I looked at the tweet, and I was like, you realize the more offensive thing from this tweet is actually the words Muslim Brotherhood. Planet of the Apes had a baby is that's us. That is you and me making that about black. That that comment there could literally be about the show, the movie, the Planet of the Apes. We are internalizing it because of history and making that black. So it's like the N-word. The N-word has no meaning whatsoever other than it was made to mean what it means. However, when you look at Roseanne's comment. Ignorance, isn't that what it means? I don't know. When you look at Roseanne's comment, Muslim Brotherhood, there is no Muslim Brotherhood movie. Like that is a direct, that is an exact. So you're saying at 2 o'clock in the night when she's on Ambien, she's trying to get a storyline for a movie going and she's like, hey. This is what you two would look like if I created Muslim Brotherhood. No, I think she's. Apes. I think she's straight up being racist. Exactly. The bottom line is she's racist. I'm. I'm taking the leap and thinking that she's straight up being racist, and that she meant to call Valerie an ape. But 
I feel bad internally that that's the way that was my knee jerk reaction because Valerie does not look African American. Um, I shouldn't have went that internally. I shouldn't have connected Planet of the Apes with having anything to do with black people. And really, my first offense should have been Muslim Brotherhood. That's really what I should have taken offense to until I saw a picture of Valerie and went, oh, that's a black woman. And yeah, I know your mic is just <laughs> drooping and good. falling. Now it's just resting on I know. There's just a lot of problems <laughs> happening over, over there that we got to address. But um, we're at 52 minutes, so I'm not going to be around much longer. Yeah, those 52 minutes, how many minutes are usable? We have like 10 minutes in downtime. Whatever. The whole thing will get posted. <laughs> Uh, and then I, it's what did I read here that Valerie? Uh, she's def- it was definitely racist, no matter how you look at it. And the people who are like, well, they say things about Trump, but that's not racism. Him being orange isn't racism. We're not. No one is saying anything about Trump being a cracker, anything like that. Um, I think he's a cracker. Well, you can say that because you're white. I'm not. <laughs> but he's. But cracker also isn't isn't offensive. As far as I know, I don't know. I wrote it in a script once as being an offensive thing, but that's another story. Um, anyway, go on. Um, but anyway, her whole thing is is she racist? She was absolutely being racist in that. Um, does ABC, which is actually a meme that I saw, was actually kind of funny. It was like Trump supporters totally support NFL for uh, saying they can fire for uh, freedom of speech for protesting the national anthem. And then the same people would be saying, Trump supporters are saying that, uh, why is ABC firing Roseanne for speaking her mind? Um, I'm lost in that, in what you just said. Basically, it's saying that... So my, problem with, I, my problem with both like, of those is ABC is a private organization. They can fire anybody they NBC, want. NBC and the NFL, the NFL is a private organization. They can tell you you can't kneel. So... Uh, it's not. That's not. It's not a Super Bowl or football Sunday is not a government. It's not a right of the exactly, people. Exactly. Like and the owners right, of the, the team Trump can go. Are like, yeah, let's fire the NFL players because they they kneel for the anthem. Which once again, it's NFL and it's a private organization. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. But they're saying, how can you fire Roseanne for being for this tweet? Right. So they they're like taking an opposite stand. Well, of course. Uh, but you know, when you say they, you're also bunching not all them. Of them. I know it's not like, it's a generalization. My my in laws are uh, were voted for Trump, but um, I'm pretty sure that, and he's a huge football fan. Like he was a football coach, and I'm sure he will side with the NFL can do whatever they want. They're a private organization, <laughs> and um, because they should be. And to. and he, I'm sure that he agrees that Roseanne shouldn't have said, shouldn't have wrote what she wrote. That she's you know stupid for. But doing does it. he agree that they should fire her? I'm not. I'm. I can't quite speak for him, but I'm going to speak for me for a minute. I don't know if I agree that she should be fired because I feel really bad for the hundreds of jobs that are lost for a stupid statement. And I'm really annoyed. And this is another thing that bugs me. Like, I think what Roseanne said was racist. I think what Roseanne said was wrong. Roseanne also employed Wanda Sykes, who's black, a black lesbian on the show to be a writer. Roseanne also was part of hiring the little black girl and eventually 
what would be her black mother to be on Roseanne. So people, just because someone makes one single statement in their life of statements, everybody wants to run around and say, oh my God, they're a racist. I don't know if Roseanne's a racist. I'm 100% sure that Roseanne is stupid. I'm 100% sure that... Um, when, is someone here? Uh, I saw a comment from Tom Arnold, Roseanne's ex-husband, who said... Who's now important again. Who said, Roseanne is a loose cannon. I agree. Oh, today's statement was, of course she's racist. Who? Is that what Tom Arnold said? Of course Roseanne's quote is like, of course Roseanne's racist. I mean, we live in this world of like, people just get labeled and branded that. And the 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 racial problems that's not the right word the racial tension the racial issues with black people um can be the most damaging and debilitating to careers uh mel gibson and uh michael richards from seinfeld uh like michael richards hasn't worked mel gibson it, i mean it crippled him for a while i but mean he says his wasn't racism. His was the well. I mean, the, was it the Jewish? Well, not society? only the Jews, but he when one of the um, one of the voicemail messages to his ex was uh, a black guy, which I don't believe he. I think he used the N word. Uh, would rape her. That oh, was, that's right. So he did involve you know African Americans not as well as being Jews. Racist that way, but I don't know if that's. Well, I think I, th- I think if you're like. You're calling out a certain race. <laughs> I hope you should be raped is one thing. I hope Harvey Weinstein rapes you is another thing. I hope a big black dude named Bubba rapes you is another thing. What's the worst thing I could say? I hope a black guy rapes you. I mean, I think he was. That's that's, that's probably the, being a little racist. That's where he's going or with that. Maybe she's the racist one. Because that's the worst possible thing that could happen to her. Um, maybe he's like, I totally love all black people, but. You hate them, so you're you're. That's possible. Is that's possible, and we don't know. So, I mean, still, Michael they, they, Michael Richards. It could be there the fact that they have a big dick, and she was tiny. And, Michael Richards blew up on someone on stage and used like, the N word several times. Yeah, and lynching or something like that. Like I don't, was, know, I don't remember exactly what he did say, but he did say it, it was bad. It was. It was bad. It was, but. It doesn't compare to what Roseanne said. I mean, his was way worse than Roseanne's. His was way, way worse than Roseanne's. But, I, I mean, how do you – like, this just sticks with you forever, and for the rest of your life you now have to apologize for something you said or once thought. Bill and Clinton just did it again yesterday. What did he say yesterday? Uh, he, he was apologizing to Monica Lewinsky. Oh, again? Um, yeah, there's some book or something. We just like had that. the royal wedding happen. It's so past. Who cares? Monica Lewinsky, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess – uh, I don't know who got married, William or David or Patrick uh, or something. Prince, was it William or Henry? I don't know. William. Whoever just Henry. got married married a woman who was half black, but there are photos of him in a KKK rally in a KKK outfit because he had previously, and he had, I guess he previously said something about white power. And people are just like, oh, he's such a hypocrite. And I'm just like, don't people evolve? They can. People I can just, absolutely change. I don't know. People get crucified now over doing one thing. Um, uh, I'm watching, or I, well, I watched. Have you watched the second season of 13 Reasons Why? I have not yet, no. Um, the, the, well, the first one dealt with rape issues, and the second season deals with rape issues, too. 
uh, and I'm not going to spoil it. Other than the first five episodes are kind of hard to watch. Just I don't, I don't know, they kind of ramble. They're just a little ridiculous. Uh, the last five or six episodes are worth watching the entire season. Um, I'm not really thrilled with the way that it ended, um, but it's not terrible. I just wish they would have went another way. The final episode, though, has the worst rape scene I've ever seen. Like, it it crushed the rape scene in Monster by Charlize Theron. Like, mm. like this, this is the worst depiction of rape I had ever seen. High school kids. High school kids in the final episode of season two of 13 Reasons Why. So rape is a theme that goes through that. Um, but one of the things that they deal with in it and is girls in particular all have some sort of rape story, some sort of point in their life where a guy took advantage of them. And as I was watching it, I was like, you know, everybody has that story. There's some, every guy I'm willing to bet has some story where someone took advantage of them, whether it was an uncle or or another girl or whatever. The difference is, and I know this is going to come off sounding just fucking terrible. The difference is most of the time guys get over it. And I don't know if that's the way our society is built, but girls become the victim. Well, I think I think our society is built like that. That's why you're like, you know, don't be a girl. Right? You're supposed to just brush it off. Right. I mean, that's, that, that right. Don't right. be a sissy. Don't be a girl. But a guy who had who received unwanted advances from a girl, people are just like, score. Like, that's great. Like, the guys go on to live fairly normal. I mean, I'm going to say that because I don't know if they're all normal. Um, but they don't, they don't define their life by it. And... The show does – the other thing the show does an interesting thing about is there are two girls at a uh, rape uh, – I don't know what you call it. A, a, a counseling – AA for rape. What it, or like they get together and they talk about their – the group? Group like, therapy. Like, group therapy. Support group. That's the words I'm looking for. There's two girls at part of a rape support group. And um, back to adjusting your mic. Just won't stay up. I don't know. Um at a uh, rape support group and um, one girl chooses to not say anything to anybody about it. Like she just buries what had happened to her. She doesn't, her new boyfriend that she's dating knows nothing about it. And the other girl sort of wears it on her shoulder. And, and I'm like, okay, it's really interesting because you could argue that the girl who's wearing it on her shoulder is healthy and bringing it out there. But then you could argue that the other girl has put it behind her and is moving on. And I think that these two are a great example for how typically the sexual assaults that have happened to men are treated and the sexual assaults to women. Men just put it behind them and women wear it on their shoulder. And I'm not saying all women. Some men don't want to talk about it also. Well, particularly if it was your uncle that did it to you, most guys are, are ashamed of it and it's just completely buried and you don't talk about, yeah, you, you let it go. But those guys tend to function normally through life. Now, 
I don't know, maybe they're the Unabomber. Maybe that's what happened to, you know, Richard Ramirez or Charles Manson or, or whatever. So maybe they don't function through life. Um, my point overall really is, is like, I think ultimately season two, it was really interesting um, to dive deeper into like those things and societal norms and like how people treat things and, and that sort of stuff. And, and um, yeah, it's it's worth watching. It's a good season. Oh, I have to watch um, that. Yeah, it's, is it Evil Genius? Uh, n- n- well, no, Evil Genius. <laughs> did you watch that? I did watch it. Yeah, I told you I watched it. We finished that before you texted about it. Oh yeah, you you did finish it. Uh, okay, I couldn't remember. I texted it Was to Darren you. Darren Wells Martin. part of it. Was who? Darren Wells. Who's Darren Wells? He was the one that had the thing on his head, the collar. Oh, I didn't even know the guy's name. Wasn't it awesome that they showed him blow up? <laughs> Deanna several, freaked several, out. Several times. No, they didn't. I thought there was more than once. Uh, they showed it unblurred away. one time. Then every other, the first time they showed it unblurred, and then every other oh, time they, they showed it, it was blurred. I can't believe he was still alive after that. Um, for four minutes, but traffic couldn't get to him. Uh, but I'm just curious was if he was part of it or not. Okay, yeah. so now we're talking about uh, <laughs> the show Evil Genius. On Netflix, it runs four episodes, and and it's about a bank robbery that occurred where a guy had a bomb strapped to him and went into the bank to steal the money. Um, Pizza delivery driver, right? And actually, the movie Thirty Minutes or Less is a loose uh, adaptation of this story. Um, It's a great story. It's a great a great way to plan a the the heist. Sure. Um, the problem, well, it's really not a great way to plan the heist <laughs> because no matter what, uh, it's going to end the way that this ended because the police are not going to believe that you actually have a bomb on you or they're not. And then they're, but they're going to be afraid enough that they're not going to approach you. They're not going to do anything for you. Like everything is going to play out exactly as it does. This all happens by the way. There's no spoiler. It happens in the beginning of evil genius. Um, so yeah, which happened also in like early two thousands, I believe. So it's not a yeah, it's an older story. Out there. But everything plays out. Uh, the, this part of the story plays out pretty quickly in the show. Um, the family, his family, goes on to harp on how you know they let him die and they cut off his head to preserve the you know. Which the, I think they should. Absolutely, I'm like they did nothing wrong. They're, everything they did was was right. absolutely no, right. The casket, like we talked about earlier, I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting in the show that uh, even if that the police concluded that even if he did try to execute uh, to, to hit all of his spots, he wouldn't have lived. There was not enough time on the thing. But there were two timers on that bomb. And one of the timers added an additional hour. So at checkpoint two, he might have gotten the clue to add an additional hour to the bomb that gets him around the rest of the thing. And they kind of brushed over that. They didn't really continue with that. Um, but it was still, it was, it's a great show to watch. Um, and there, I didn't spoil any of it. Uh, it's four episodes on Netflix. Um, right now, last night I started uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, I didn't like that one as much. Did you watch it all? Is that the one with... Uh... Mar- uh, John Travolta and... Uh, it was an FX show. It won a ton of Emmys. Yes, I, I did like that one. Uh, David Schwimmer. One, yeah, there's another one that came out that wasn't good. 
Yeah, this is the one that won a bunch of Emmys. David Schwimmer is in it. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. plays O.J. Simpson. John Travolta is a producer. and he's The the thing is, is before I started watching it, I was like, I don't care about this. I know everything there is to know about O.J. Simpson, about this trial and everything that happened. And I watched the first episode and I was like, this is spectacularly acted. It's great performances. What's her name who plays? Uh, Marsha Clark, uh, uh, the Saturday Night Live chick. So good. Yeah, she's great. But I'm just like, I still don't really care. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, watch episode two tonight, because I'm just like, I know every, I don't care about the story. Like, but you do care about the. Like he did it. The acting's in it, and how cocky he is, and even you know, David Schwimmer's character. I can't remember what his. Actually. Uh, that's uh, Kardashian's yeah, Kardashian's uh, father. Yeah. He plays Kardashian's uh, father. Selma and, Blair plays Mrs. Kardashian. But how? But how he's like? Maybe he did do it. Like, if you watch it, like David Trummer at first is like all on board and towards it, towards it. Right, but then there's the lie detector and there's things that start coming about. But I'm still just like, I don't, I don't know that, am I going to learn it? Do I care? Like, you fucking did it. So what? And I, even at the time, like, I remember watching, we watched this case every day at break time. It was on every day. It was, you know, it was our TV watching and we hated it when they would, you know, uh, go dark. When you know, fucking when a lot of the courtroom in, and we'd have to watch the news and wait to see what happened, Judge Ito. Um, but way back then, I was like, it's a crime of passion. OJ is not a murderer, he's not a threat. Like, he killed or you killed her and Ron, Ron and Nicole. Okay. Like, we're we're making this whole thing like he's Charles Manson or, or, or Manson or uh, Richard Ramirez, like, he's a real threat. And I was never threatened by OJ. Like, I don't I don't feel like OJ is going to kill me. Um, I'm not sure that I think OJ probably would have remarried. And I don't know that he would have killed that one. Like, um, I think he's in jail now, right? No, he's out. Is he out? OK. Yeah. I thought he ended up in jail for someone was telling me he ended up in jail for something else. Yeah, he went to jail for uh, kidnapping and he went to it was in Vegas. Well, he went to jail in Vegas, but I thought he was currently in jail again for something else. No, not that I, I don't, not that I'm aware of. I thought he's he's out and he was getting kicked out of casinos and still living in Florida. Walks out of Nevada prison after nine years. So okay, so I guess he's free at the moment. Um. Anyway, the acting looks good, but I don't, so am I going to learn something? Am I really? Is it worth watching? I, I did enjoy that one. I didn't like the other one. I like Netflix. There's a couple of them that put it out at the same time. Yeah. And that one. That one was really good. The, the FX one or whatever. Um, I did like that one. Hmm. I thought it was interesting, but I like the true crime stuff. Um, I also love Wild Wild Country, which you got to watch. That yeah, one. I put it in my queue because of you. Uh, I really like that. And there's some good conversations about who started what on that. I think. Um, and the guru himself. Very interesting watch. Yeah, I'm, I'll get to that. Uh, it's up there. I just, I was like, the problem with that one, uh, Wild Things? Wild Wild Country. Wild Wild There'll be a season two, right? No. Oh, that's a one-off? Yeah, that's a Oh, done. then I'm all about that. That's a done deal. It's, there, there's nothing more to it. See, my bummer is, is like, I, I don't, like, I want to watch something. I really want a show that's got like 60 episodes and is done. Yeah, this, this one is that's like Breaking Bad is the greatest thing ever because like you you dig your teeth into that and get to a completion. Um, you know, well, Better Call Saul. I'll keep having more seasons. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's only on its like fourth though. Uh, on the other side, apparently, um, uh, Andrew whatever uh, Walking Dead 
it didn't renew his contract. I heard that. So, uh, so they're going to find Rick Grimes is going to hopefully die. Finally, at the end of next season. I think he's like this. Is starting to suck. <laughs> I think out. so too. Um, although Norman Reedus got 20, is cashing a twenty million dollar paycheck to sign on to season ten, which. I would like Norman to be dead as well. I like him. I just think that he should be gone. He's Uh, going to be number one on the call sheet, though. uh, He will move up to number $20 million. He moves up to number one on the call sheet. Uh, I'm not watching the show. I didn't watch this last season. I will not watch next season. Um, If Rick Grimes dies, I still won't watch. I wash my hands of it, and when the show is done, then I will watch it on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. I love Negan. Negan was awesome. I wish... I loved him too, and I think that they should have killed him as well. See, I don't know. Or, I think they should. Or he should have taken over. Yeah, I, I think um, they should have killed Rick. It's current. Negan. It's current. Negan's currently alive. Yeah, he is. And uh, Which I don't understand how. I don't understand how either. Other than they were just like, "Oh, we need to keep him alive," um, and that's where things just went really yeah, bad. He just slashed his throat. So hopefully, it doesn't spoil. Hopefully, you didn't. Spoil it. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah, been out for a while. But anyway, you were. Um, in our previous conversation, you were like, "They're never going to kill Rick." Well, Rick's, Rick going to die. Rick Rick goes in and trashes anything he touches. Rick, uh, Rick is not yeah, the Rick guest is terrible. You want there. Right? Rick is terrible. Yeah, he's not a house guest. Rick is just as bad as Negan. And if we followed the Negan story, we would be on board for Negan. Um, Only uh, Negan has everybody in check. Although Howard did stern when he was interviewing him, did say, "Well, Negan or Rick has never put an iron in anybody's face." Making Negan a worse person. <laughs> but Rick's killed people just to kill them. Yeah, but Negan has tortured people and left them alive and then uh, has treated people terribly. Um, so Rick Rick has, Rick has, doesn't treat anybody in his clan terribly. Making Negan a worse person. Negan is a worse person than that. He is. But... Um, you know, if if Negan hasn't burned your face, you're probably on board with him. Smash you, like him. you with Lucille. Yeah. Um, hopefully the woman that you love is cute enough for you to like her, but not cute enough for Negan to like her. <laughs> no, I just mean if you're in the Negan world. Oh. Like if, you're, if your woman is hot, oh, you're going to yeah, lose like her to the, Negan. Uh, like what's his name? The... Yeah, the burn face dude. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, is, you know, you you need to hook up with a girl that is cute enough for you, but not cute <laughs> enough for Negan. Uh, which you know, sure you got enough wives, but apparently you can have another. Well, you he can. He's Negan, and all uh, Negan. Uh, they're, we're all Negan. That's right. All right. So uh, enough mic problems. Enough of this. I think we're an hour and fourteen. That is a messed up episode. What are we? Ninety eight. Is that what we decided? Ninety eight. Um, and uh, I think we did. We miss anything? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is episode 98. 98 with audio problems. So um, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. For more on the show, visit getconvinced.com. <laughs>